This week, we're going to be debunking one of the biggest food lies that we often tell ourselves, especially when we're in social situations. And I know since the recording of this podcast is happening over the Christmas holiday season, that tends to happen a lot this month. Welcome to the Fat Loss Secrets podcast. My name is Angela Derrick. I am a certified macronutrition coach. I'm also an emotional eating specialist. And I am really excited to kind of unpack this very common thought pattern and limiting belief pattern with food with you so that hopefully it can help you if you've got any kind of a holiday celebration or gathering or get together coming up on your social calendar, whether it's Christmas at the time that you're listening and watching this, or maybe something else is going on in your life. I mean, social situations happen all the time, even when you're not in the holiday season. I mean, you've got Valentine's Day, you've got, um, I don't know. I've got friends that like to go out for St. Patrick's Day and they're like, oh, let's do a bar crawl. Let's do this. I mean, it seems like no matter where you are. Oh, we got the Super Bowl, right? The Super Bowl happens like after Christmas and New Year's. Like you look at the calendar. What's the next big eating event? It's it's the Super Bowl. You even if you don't like football, you go to the parties so that you can eat. Right. So you could literally take the calendar and and uh, just kind of go through each month and be like, here's an eating celebration. Here's an eating event. Here's another holiday with eating. Here's more holidays with eating, right? Seems like it is, you can't avoid it. That's why it's funny. There's never a good time to diet because I mean, your calendar is always going to be full. There's always going to be a wedding, a baby shower. There's always going to be a potluck at church. Maybe you're part of a Bible study or some sort of a group that meets. I mean, there's just, always opportunities for us to be around people and food. And this is where this common limiting belief, it's a lie. By the way, um, it's, it's my viewpoint that all limiting beliefs are lies. If they were true, they would make our lives better and they would set us free because the truth always sets us free. But if a limiting belief is truly limiting you and keeping you miserable and keeping you stuck in something, then it can't possibly be true. So a limiting belief is always full of lies. So anyway, this is the lie, the limiting belief, very common, that people tend to to uh, repeat in their head or have kind of playing in their head whenever they're around other people and a whole bunch of food. And that is how come so-and-so, insert name of person you're noticing here, gets to eat whatever they want and be happy and enjoy themselves and not feel guilty and, you know, not worry about it, but I can't, but I can't. So I want to unpack that a little bit because it it is such a common one, like literally this week. I must have heard from 10 different clients that have all kind of echoed that same sentiment that there's a party coming up or they were in a situation with somebody and they were trying to be really, really disciplined. They were trying to be mindful. They were trying to stick to their values with food. They were trying to stick to their framework. They were trying to uh, honor their plan because that's something that we talk about, especially when we're going into eating situations and we're learning new habits and behaviors with food. Well, until these new habits and behaviors with food become permanent, become easy and comfortable, then it, you kind of have to go into these new situations where you're like, well, I used to be like this with food. What do I do now? Oh, I need a new plan. And now I got to practice that plan. And now it's taking more of my brain power to kind of figure that out. 
So when we go into these situations and, and we have this plan and we're working on executing the plan, there's always somebody present, it seems, that the mind will go to that you'll be like, oh, I wish I could be like them. Because from the outside looking in, it seems so, they, they, it seems easy. Like they don't have to think about this. They're not working at this. I'm spending all this time and brain power and maybe even trying to utilize some willpower to stay good, to stay true, to stick to my plan, to, to not gain weight, whatever it is that's motivating you, right? And yet they're just doing their thing and, and it seems like they're better off. So we insert whatever emotion we think that they must be feeling right. Or we're actually kind of projecting what we wish we could feel in that moment onto them. They don't care. They seem to be fine. Nobody cares. They're happy. They're carefree. They can just, they're at peace. They don't feel guilty. They're enjoying themselves. And this is where we start to get food FOMO. It's the idea that they are eating all the things there's no consequence to them doing it. And somehow you are missing out. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know if I should go there. I'm going to go there. <laughs> I'm here now. <laughs> For me personally, I happen to be a Christian. And so I believe the Bible. And it's so funny to me that this same scenario is literally the original sin if you think about it, or even if you're familiar with the Garden of Eden story, and there's two trees, the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. You have these two trees, right? And the first humans are instructed, choose life, eat from the tree of life. Don't have anything to do with the knowledge of good and evil, right? Don't eat that. And yet, what does Eve do? She eats from the tree of knowledge of good and evil right? And what caused, no, she was deceived. She didn't know any better. According to scripture, she was deceived. And so what was the lie that was used to get her to take that action? Well, the snake's like food FOMO, <laughs> you know, it's like, Eve, this food is good and I'm eating it and I'm not dead and I'm great. I'm feeling fantastic. I'm having an amazing experience. You should join me. It was all a lie. It was a lie from the pit of hell. But Eve's looking at, I guess, the snake. But she's looking at this other person. She's looking at this other creature. And she's thinking, oh, they're having this experience with the food. And I want that. And I'm missing out. So therefore, I, in order to have that experience, I need to eat all the things on this tree. I need to eat all the things on the tree because clearly, clearly they're having a better time. This, this serpent is having a much better time than me. And I'm missing out by only choosing the life tree over here. Literally, in some respects, we're kind of making that decision. This is kind of what we find ourselves in when we're in this situation with food in a gathering with other people. Not that it's wrong. I don't want to suggest in any way that it is wrong for you to freely eat. I do not believe that. 
Okay. I'm just, I'm limiting this to the, to the mindset, to the beliefs in this particular situation. And that is I've chosen to not freely graze for whatever reason I have. Maybe I am trying to heal a medical issue. I have heart disease. Maybe I'm trying to lose some weight. Maybe um, I'm trying to manage my blood sugar. Maybe I just know that it's going to make me feel like crap tomorrow and I don't want to wake up and feel like crap, right? So whatever reason you're going into the situation with the decision the best thing for me is for me to not just mindlessly eat and graze on whatever I want. The best thing for me is for me to be very disciplined and decisive with what I eat and, and cut it off and stop at a certain point, right? We're going into that knowing that that's what's best for me. That is your tree of life. You know that making these decisions is going to lead to more life more life, more good things, more freedom, more joy, because I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm not going to feel bloated and I'm going to feel proud of myself for staying disciplined. And I'm actually going to want to go to the gym because I won't be throwing up because I overdid it. I had too much to drink or my stomach won't be hurting or all of the things that come with the overindulgence or the whole, I'm just crazy. Or I'll, I'll wake up tomorrow and my, my blood sugar test will be fine. You know, whatever it is, whatever that decision is, like I want to eat from the tree of life that's going to lead me to more good things over there, right? So I'm choosing to stay disciplined because that's my path for more life, more good things, more of what I say I do want by being disciplined and what discipline is going to give me. And then we're at the party and the serpent is there, your friend who looks amazing and she's eating whatever she wants <laughs> from the cocktail trays. And she's throwing it back and she seems to be having this great time. And there is that tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Yes. If I start to eat that way, I am going to have the knowledge of good, eating good things. And then it's going to turn evil. It's going to turn evil on me because at some point, believing that lie that I'm missing out by not doing what she's doing and eating what she's eating it doesn't actually lead to the freedom or the joy or the life that we think we're going to get. The truth is you're not missing out. The truth is what you're choosing against in that moment by saying, I'm not going to fill up my plate like that and behave with food that way. What you're choosing is to stay in your lane to produce the best that you can for yourself and your body in that moment. And by choosing to go into this lane, you might momentarily feel a little ecstatic, like, ooh, oh, you know, ooh. I said I wasn't going to, but now this feels pretty good, right? I'm sure Eve felt that too. And then after, your eyes get opened. And then the emperor has no clothes. And you start to feel that, oh, why am I doing this? Because it's a fleeting feeling of joy, peace, non-guilt, freedom, whatever it is that you're after, celebration, joy. And so now you either have to go and eat more in order to try to recreate it again. And like, no, 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 I don't want to feel regret. Just keep eating, right? Double down on it and feel even worse. Or now you got to deal with yourself of why did I do that? And the regret starts early and you don't want to feel regret in this party, right? Either way, when we sell ourselves out like that and we break our boundaries that we put into place for that gathering for a reason, 
we aren't experiencing more joy and more of the things that we think we will if we just join our friend because we projected onto them that they're so happy doing this. We actually end up experiencing more pain, more shame, more regret, more doubling down on all the evil. And that's why I call that the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. We will get plenty of knowledge that this was not a good decision. (laughs) This was not good for me. I am not better off for having done that. Now, are there times in life when maybe you just want to be like, I'm just going to eat how I feel and and graze and just enjoy 100%. Yes, absolutely. I believe in that. But I will say this, I can now go into a party and do that more because I have over the years honed and chosen to honor my body and honor, you know, intuitively eat and honor my fullness. And I'm not like binging or, or, you know, taking myself to a place where I feel like I'm overdoing it because I've learned how to just mentally check in and say, do I really want it? Or am am I good? No, I'm good. And, And say no. So even though I might go into a gathering at times and say, I'm going to eat whatever I want. The truth is I'm being very picky and I'm saying no, even though I know I could eat it. I'm still kind of like, eh, I'm pretty full. I don't really want to overdo the fullness right now. I'm good. I'm happy. I have energy. I feel good. I might taste a little bit. I don't have to eat all the things, right? That's a little different than that compulsion we feel when our mind is constantly fixated on food, fixated on food, fixated on food, fixated on what others are eating, fixated on food, because the food is actually the thing in control at that point, not you. And that's a whole nother discussion altogether. But to kind of bring this back and wrap this up, the limiting belief, the lie with food is that your friend gets to enjoy all of the things guilt-free and I don't, I'm limited to this tree over here, the life one, the one, the decision that I made that I'm going to be disciplined. And now I've got to live with this decision. Somehow living disciplined is creating a worse experience or a restrictive experience, or I'm missing out because I'm choosing the discipline where my friend gets to party it up, live it up and have a lot of fun. Okay. The second thing I want to just kind of put out there to you is because we've seen like, if you follow that pattern and you follow it out to its end conclusion, do you get peace in the end? No. I've never asked that question of a client and had them say, yeah, I felt amazing. Then why are we talking about it here? (laughs) Right? No, they don't feel great in the end. There's some avenue of regret, some avenue of, well, I had to give up my goal in order to do that, to have that moment. There's, there's, they're having to, there's a trade-off, right? It's not just, ooh, it was perfect. It was peaceful. And we were moving on. No, there was some sort of a trade-off that you had to give up in order to have that experience with food. Now, the assumption that we make when we're in that situation is that they are at peace eating that way. And that is, I think, a pretty tall assumption, to be honest, because we assume that everybody else is not having the struggle that we have. We're the only one. You are the only one having this conversation about food at this party. When I would be willing to wager that at least half the people in the room on some level are probably having some sort of a, I don't know, should I, shouldn't I, how much should I eat? I probably shouldn't, you know, to to assume that everybody's just eating worry-free is not usually the truth that I find. In fact, I would say that a lot of people that are just kind of like, I'm just going to eat, I'm just going to eat, I'm just going to eat, right? And maybe they're even flaunting how much, I'm just going to eat all the things. That's just what I do. It's just like, you know, they're even celebrating that. 
a lot of times people are eating out of pain. They're eating out of bondage. They're eating because they don't know what else to do. They're eating because they're already uncomfortable and they don't know what to do with their hands. So they're just going to shove their face with more food because that's less uncomfortable than making small talk with someone, right? So we're assuming that this behavior is producing this wonderful fruit, this wonderful feeling that we're wanting. When inside, if I was to take like a microphone and stick it up to someone's brain and you were to hear some of those thoughts, you might be surprised to hear that they're actually, you know, shaming themselves while they're eating it. They're beating themselves up. They might be eating more to try to silence that inner critic from telling them they shouldn't have had one piece of cheesecake, you know? So we're assuming that that behavior is freedom for them. When I could also say it's plausible that that behavior is coming from a place of pain, that they're eating because they're hurting. They're eating because they don't know what else to do. They're eating because they're uncomfortable. They're eating because they're, they're trying to, you know, forget something or silence something or, or push something down or not feel something. Because usually when people overeat, those types of things tend to be present as well. So what you're really missing out on. So here's kind of to wrap this all up, the way to overcome this limiting belief, this lie, the next time you're faced in the situation where you're going to be around friends, family, somebody who seems to be able to have complete freedom with food and, and you feel like you're missing out if you say no. When you say no to the thing that you know is not going to serve you, guess what you're really missing out on? You're not missing out on more fun. You're not missing out on more flavor. You're not missing out on some magical experience. I mean, honestly, if I'm at a party, then there's cookies and cakes and donuts or whatever. I could, I am a grown ass woman. I can go buy a cookie, a cake, a donut, whenever I want. It will always be there for me anytime I really want it. I can get it. I'm not, it's not the eating of it that I'm mi missing out on and the amazing, mind-blowing heavenly experience, at least for me. I mean, things taste good, but after a while, after tasting them long enough, they stop tasting good. Like you actually stop tasting um, once your body is satisfied. So they no longer even taste, right? So it's not that I'm missing out on any amazing culinary experience that I can't just experience by having a bite or two, right? Shoving my face is not what's giving me this amazing culinary experience. The truth is I am missing out on all of the pain, all of the regret. I am missing out on selling myself out. I'm missing out on killing my dreams. I'm missing out on um, uh, skipping my workout tomorrow because I feel terrible and I don't want to get out of bed, right? What we have to do in that moment when our brain wants to say, but I'm missing out is, oh yeah, I know what I'm missing out on. I'm missing out on all the pain that making that decision is going to cause me. And that's what, this is the way over it to root ourselves back in the truth. It's too bad Eve didn't do that. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to judge her. I'm not here to judge her. <laughs> I bet if she had to do it over again, she'd be like, serpent, I am not missing out on anything with that apple. I am missing out on thousands of years of killing and pain and suffering and hurt and all the abuse. Like, no, I'm going to stick to my tree of life, right? 
this is the choice that we have. And honestly, it, it all comes down to our brain and what we believe. It's the story we believe. Eve believed the story about the forbidden fruit and, and it looked good to her after she heard that story. And she said, oh, I believe the story. It must be true. I'm going to go eat it. Well, when we believe the story that we're missing out, we're going to get the fruit of that which is the overindulgence, which is going back into that bad behavior and regretting it and wishing that we hadn't done it the next day. But when we tell ourselves the true story, the new story from a new empowered belief with food, which is, you know what? The truth is the more disciplined I am, the more freedom I get to experience. I have the freedom to eat that cookie. I also have the freedom to say no to that cookie. And if I don't have the power or the freedom to say no to it, then I don't actually have freedom. Now, do I? I am going to stand in what I know is best for me because it's going to make me the happiest right now and tomorrow and three months from now and one year from now. I'm going to do what's best for my body for right now and for the future that I want to create. So I'm going to choose life. I'm going to choose discipline because this is the way that's going to give me the maximum amount of freedom with the maximum amount of pleasure. doesn't mean you don't eat anything. It means I'm going to be choosy and I'm going to be disciplined about what I do eat. I'm going to enjoy it to the max. And then when I'm done, I'm done. And I'm going to enjoy the fact that I've made that decision. I'm going to celebrate myself for making the best decision because I am only missing out on pain and suffering by going this old way. This is what you have to do to encourage yourself. This is what you have to remind yourself of. This is what you have to say to yourself and how you have to frame it to yourself so that you're not sitting there like feeling bad for yourself all night, relying on willpower. You're sitting there encouraging yourself that I want something better. And when I wake up tomorrow, I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and go, but I didn't have the cheesecake. I'm so mad about that. No, you won't even care. You won't even care. We have to get past the momentary what's right here in front of me and what I'm projecting onto somebody. And we have to take hold of what is the deeper, more meaningful, better thing that I want for me and my life. Because if I choose this, I'm missing out on that. You know, if I choose eating whatever I want and stuffing my face, I'm missing out on all the good things that the discipline and honoring my choices is going to give me. And I don't want to miss out on that. I don't want to miss out on that. I hope this has been helpful for you. You know, I mean, something that could be a simple way to practice this or to take this and kind of get it deeper inside of you is to maybe get a journal or some sort of a piece of paper and you can write out what is that lie that you think when you're in a social gathering? What is that thing that you believe about food that makes you want to dishonor or blow past some of your boundaries or lose control or give up all of your discipline, right? Write out that belief and then challenge it and say, is it really true? Am I really missing out by not doing this, right? And that alone will help you come to that new empowering belief that you can have, that you can continue to repeat, to, to repeat to yourself that you can root yourself in the next time you're faced with that type of a temptation. Would love to hear how this lands for you. you. You're always welcome to email me. I have my email and my website and everything in the show notes, but you can find me on social media. Instagram is at getfitwith underscore Angela, or you can just email me, uh, Angela at getfitwithangela.com. Thanks for hanging out today. Until next time.